the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGPN Draft Kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kits. And the free roll football contest is back. $5,000 up for grabs in NFL. $1,500 up for grabs in college football. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Yes, sir. We are back. Another episode of WNBA Gambling Podcast, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, you know the voice, you know the guy. It's really real. Villain real. It's real from a junior here at your service. And man, we're coming off another day cashing lots, cashing dogs. Got my guy Scott Studio Rachel with me. Scott, what's going on? I'm still waiting on the dogs personally, but the locks have <laughs> cashed. So that's definitely a solid, uh, I'd say, result but of course you know you want the sweep i'm greedy like that i'm trying to go for the sweep yeah i'm showing my co-host sweeps and yeah, you know yeah, you know i picked up the only loser out of the four picks we gave out which is unfortunate but yeah uh game two the home teams responded and now we got ourselves two competitive series so hopefully they remain competitive but hopefully we're on the right side of each game yeah unders been cashing easily thus far uh easily the the connecticut game two was supposed to be easy but you the know the quarter was, was, was it was never was in ridiculous. doubt it was never in doubt we can let's just go ahead and say it it was never in doubt it was a hell of a sweat but it was never in doubt it should have been a sweat that over 50 points in the fourth quarter it was a oh joke, man but. i hate when that happens like that was that just gave me when i'm watching the game and i'm watching that under i'm like bro if this goes like how fucking what was it, it was Connecticut and Indiana earlier in the year. We said we were all over the under and it was a great play and they scored They're like 70 points in the fourth 70 quarter. points in the fourth quarter. It was something 60, 70 points. It was something insane. And I'm just like, oh, my God, is this happening again? Luckily, we were on the right side of the number this time. That's why you got to remember, especially in betting. Sometimes they give it, but they also take it away as well. And they gave it last. Well, not last night, but when the games happened, they definitely gave it to us. Got the under to go there, underwent in the other game. And like you said, we're all knotted up and it's going to be really, really good. The rest of these series, they're basically mirroring the lines Vegas is. So you're basically getting about the same price, same lines for both games. That's just how close all four of these teams are. Yeah, that's definitely the case. And you have to wonder how much home court actually matters. I do want to reiterate some complaints that I did make about the NBA playoffs. And I'll make them again for the WNBA playoffs. We got too many off days. This is starting to get a little bit absurd. And the NBA Finals was brutal because they had basically three days off in between games. Mm-hmm. Do you really need this much time off in between semifinal games? It's like three days apiece. I think it's, I think the standard was at one point. I don't know when it kind of got away from it, but it was more of, all right, you have one day in between. That's what I like. That's so the regular season. back to back. Yeah. And then if you have travel, you have a travel day. So you have two days if, they're, if you're traveling between location, one day if you're staying at location. 
I don't know. I don't know when we I guess that's like earlier in an NBA playoffs. I don't know when we really got away from that model. That felt like a really good model. I liked it because you actually had a flow and momentum actually played a factor in the series. But we talked about it with the NBA finals and even throughout the playoffs. And it's a pretty similar story. Momentum's important. But when you have like 72 hours to think about and unpack what just happened, it's not as big of a deal as you think it might be. And I feel like when you went to the one day off, two days with travel, as you said before, Mm -hmm. I thought that was the perfect middle ground. But now we're sitting here two days in between games doing absolutely nothing. And you have to try to handicap games, trying to base everything on what you just saw. I don't know how much of what we just saw even matters when you have three days to prepare for the next game. I think that the WNBA is... I give them slap because they're not having private flights. Like they're, they're yeah, not they have their own flights. things to work out yeah. because they're not making as much money. Yeah, they're they're taking regular flights, and I know regular flights with travel, I'd be tired. <laughs> so I understand the WNBA getting the extra day, but like the NBA when they do it, and even when it gets to, I think this is a little wait. We're four days in that NBA finals point. was brutal though. Yeah, no matter NBA how finals was like, no matter how good long. the series was good because you know the teams were competitive. Boston choked all the time. I'm sure you love that but you really had to wait for like two games maximum out of every week, which was just crazy. And for true NBA fans, it's like you're starting every game at game one. You need some type of flow to take place. And with this many off days, it really just kills into the entire vibe of the series. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I I just wanted to bring it up because that's kind of one complaint. I noticed that's been a parallel concern with the NBA and the WNBA. We're going to have to go back to the old scheduling because I can't handle this many off days with or without travel. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the slate, let's talk about win bets. Bet $100. Get a $100 free bet for new customers. Plus, if you're betting baseball, you get the best price in baseball games. They have reduced juice hour where you're getting a couple extra cents, maybe more off of games that people are paying up for. So why would you not go for the better number? Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24-7, 365 days a year. Because, look, deposit 100, 100% of your deposit, 100%, up to $1,000, you get that back instantly. Deposit bonus, just like that. Deposit 1000 get 1000 back. Why would you not do that? Plus, the Winbet Casino has their first QB with five touchdown prop bets up. Make sure you get out there for the National Football League. Oh, man, I can't wait for NFL a little bit later. We're going straight from WNBA, NFL. I love that seamless transition. And so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-D-E-T. Claim your free bet today. Offer such a change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Oz Trader, the best place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare different sign-up codes, promotions, get everything you need from all those major sports books. Plus, they provide player statistics, key game statistics, projected game day weather, injury reports, and a bet tracker so you can keep track of all the games you're betting on and your record. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all of your game day bets. We're also brought to you by the Free Roll Football Contest. $1,500 up for grabs in college football. $5,000 up for grabs in the NFL. Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash discord to get in. 
All right, Scott, we are here for another breakdown. First game up on the slate, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Early games, 1 p.m. on the East Coast. We have the Chicago Sky. There we go. Chicago Sky in the Connecticut Sun in Connecticut. Sun Lane minus one and a half opened up at one, one sixty three and a half on the total. Early money. A lot of the bets apparently look to be on Connecticut, but money coming in on the sky injury report here says that things are pretty much clear for both of these teams in this series. Scott, they broke the seal. They haven't had to go back for their second their second trip to the bathroom yet. So they broke the seal. They got that first trip. They haven't had to go back yet. Is this the Connecticut Suns' second trip to the bathroom and getting a dub here? They lasted longer than I would when it comes to making the second trip to the bathroom. But I definitely would have gone again by now. <laughs> I would. I definitely would have, especially when you're running the pong table and you got to try to take some breaks in between. I'm sure you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. But that's kind of the summary of my entire college career right there in like one sentence. But you know, we didn't really play pong like that. Really? That you is a, not a thing where I'm from. You you like a, so what was your drinking game? You played like stack? So we, like uh, we played or? Kings. We played okay. Kings. Yeah. Where like the card game. You th- I was going to say, I thought it was cards. Yeah. yeah. You put the cards around the bottle and you pull the card and do that. That was the drinking game that we okay. played. Okay. I, I think that uh, it wasn't in the fraternity budget to buy a deck of cards, so we just we just stuck with we just stuck with the beer pump. But yeah, breaking the seal was definitely a problem that every college student had to uh, deal with, including myself. But Connecticut, yeah, sure. I I think they're going to hold out to use the bathroom one more time. I actually okay. like I like Chicago in this actual matchup here. I think that the real story of this series has really been one player. It's been Candace Parker. And mm-hmm. she's easily been the best player in the series. It's really not even close. And you can by, look by far, by far. And you can look at her numbers. She's putting up prime sparks numbers for Candace. 15, five, 15, 15, five and five. He almost had 15, 15, five, five and five. Like, and that was game crazy. one. Game two, she didn't do as much all around. She had 22 points, four, four, three blocks and one steal. So she was still incredible. Yeah. So get, so the point is, she's really just dominating in this series. And I don't know what Connecticut's supposed to do for an answer because Candace Parker only had four assists, which seems a little bit surprising because I mm-hmm. thought she had like eight if you just watched mm-hmm. the game. The ball movement for Chicago is just really mesmerizing at times. And it seems like Connecticut really has not had many answers to actually stop in Candace Parker. And even in the one game they did win, which was 68 to 63, Candace Parker still dominated the game. Mm-hmm. I like Chicago on the money line. I think that even though Connecticut definitely impressed me by winning game one, I don't think it's likely that they're going to hold Chicago to less than 70 again. And I just think Chicago has too many weapons. They still dominate the head-to-head this season 5-1. It's not like I forgot about that. I'll take Chicago getting even money. They've been the better team in these matchups all season long. They've been close, but Chicago's always gotten the better late, and we saw that happen again in... Uh, well, game two, not really, because they were blowing them out, but Connecticut made a run, and then, yeah, Chicago kind of mm-hmm. put it on ice at the end. I trust Chicago more late in games, and I expect this game to be very close. Give me Chicago. Man, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm on Chicago. I just, I, I truly they think can't they're the stop Candace Parker, man. I mean, they can't do it. She's killing and these guys. She's killing them. I don't know how you even 
how you even game plan to stop her because it's like she's affecting the game in so many ways. If she's not scoring, she's rebounding, she's playing defense, she's being a point forward, she's doing so many things. A defensive player of the year. You can't, du- so you can't double team. You can't double team her either because the rest of the starting lineup can easily get buckets. Yeah, and so with her playing on this level, I really find it hard pressed that they're going to be able to win multiple games against this Sky team. I not as big on home court right now in the playoffs with just the intensity these teams are playing. I think that they're going to give that night in, night out, whether on the road or at home. And I mean, if you're the sun, you got to get more production out of everybody else. They only had two players in double figures last time and Jaquel Jones and Atisha Heideman. Courtney Williams was Oh, so ice cold from the field last time. I think she opened up the game like 0 for 6 from the field. And she was still Bonner, better than Bonner. Bonner went yeah, over Bonner six went 0 for 6 for the game. <laughs> yeah, Bonner went 0 for 6 for the entire game. And it goes to just the defense of the sky, always finding a way to bounce back and rebound. Rebecca Gardner comes in for off the bench and adds some very, very good defensive intensity, especially making things hard for Dewana Barter, who has a clear size advantage over most of the people at her position. And so... I don't I I don't see it. I don't see it because the only time in that first game and what I probably expect for the rest of the series, the only time that Connecticut was able to get a win was when they held them under 40 percent from the field. And I just don't expect that to happen. I I can't I don't expect them to hold them under this. 50 percent is about where I see the Chicago Sky team playing on a normal basis, maybe they dip down closer to that 45. They need to win a rock fight. That's really the takeaway. Yeah. Connecticut needs to win a rock fight. They can't go blow They can't blow go blow Chicago. blow at they all. Can't do it. But when we go talk about it last time, this is what I was talking about when I said, I expect Chicago to come in and allow Connecticut to change the pace, but they're going to be so much more efficient in their half-court sets, and that's really what they worked on. And you could see that their half-court sets were way more efficient. They were actually scoring in the half-court rather than getting stumped by that defense and forcing a lot of turnovers, especially to a Connecticut team that are number one in the league in points off the turnover. So, yeah, they they shot 40% from three. When do you have you ever heard of the Chicago Sky shooting 40% from three? They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. Everything went right that other game, and – even if they regress, I still think it's enough to beat this Connecticut team. Give me Chicago Sky minus one and a half. I like that play. And you see minus one and a half. Yeah, I, I mean the, no plus I, one and a half. Plus I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure they're dogs. I'm thinking about Connecticut. Yeah, give me yeah. the dog plus one and a half for the Sky. Over under. I mean they're keeping the number here. They're not. They're not budging on the number. So I actually respect them for it. But one sixty three and a half. It almost got there last time in a game where the sky was extremely efficient, still had some efficiency from the sun, even though they only had two players in double figures. Are we are we still rolling with the under? I'm actually not. I know that the fourth quarter was very high scoring, but the mm-hmm. third quarter was also very low scoring. So you had at least 38 points in each of the first two quarters. You had him at three in the three of the four quarters. The third quarter just absolutely died and you had 34 points. Uh, and it really seemed like both teams took a lot of, I'd say, a feeling out process in that third quarter before things really picked up again. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually looking at the over. I think that Connecticut offensively will do better with the home crowd, but I still don't think they can stop Chicago. I think the I think the under one was very, very... The under run was fun mm-hmm. while it lasted. 
I know that I'm a big believer in the don't fix what isn't broken typically. I actually like the over here. I think you're going to see points. I It's not going to be a blowout winner. I yeah. think it's going to be close, but I'll I'll lean over. I think if I play under, I'm playing a first half under. I just don't want that second half surge. Yeah. Both and if it's six... close, you might get free throw shooting and that's Yeah. Free throw shooting and just something that'll push it over. I the book's not moving the number down. Tells me that they're pretty confident in this number, regardless. Like they feel like it's gonna be close regardless. And yeah. I think I just want to take my chances with that first half. That first half came in at 79, and I'm not sure what that number is at right now. I gotta find it. But uh, I, I think I feel a lot a lot com- more comfortable with that. Because I think it's gonna be somewhere if it's eight one sixty eight half, it's gotta be eighty two. I yeah, see eighty two so. flat and minus one ten. Yeah, somebody starts off slow. Maybe there's some sluggish from travel, anything like that. Three days, days off. off. Yeah. Three, yeah, days off. I, I don't know. I like that under. I think the under in the first half is a, is a pretty good play. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next game of the slate here. We have the Las Vegas Aces traveling to the Seattle Storm. Storm opened up at one. Now it's at one and a half. Told you it's looking very similar. These both two games. This total one sixty-seven and a half, up half a tick from one sixty-seven. Again, not too much movement on the total in these three games, even though they've all gone under. Going over to an injury report, Gabby Williams is questionable with that concussion injury. Derrica Hambry is questionable with their knee injury. She may go in in this one. What are we doing here? We have, uh, again, two really, really good teams. A very, very good performance by both teams in that second game where it was just a – I mean, can we just say it? Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart is like magic and bird out there when they go back and forth with each other. It's incredibly insane. 33 points for Asia Wilson, 32 points for Brianna Stewart. I mean, I, if, if I'm sticking position-wise, you could argue it's maybe like a Hakeem versus Robinson type of matchup. Yeah, kind of thing. like... Because they play the just, same position. I can't do Magic and Bird when they were point guard and a small forward. We're talking about two like power forward centers. I I, I can't make that comparison, but uh, Hakeem Robinson, any of these, like a U-wing you could throw in there. Yeah, it's two elite centers or forwards who can really take over a game at any time. Is that the best game of- that Wilson's ever played? Nah, I know. I think I've seen. You think so? Yeah, I think I. She was incredible. She was incredible, though. It was like maybe because it's like the playoffs, and that's why I brought it on. So all that, yeah. But it's like these two—they have such an impact on the league right now, and it's like the same impact that you got from Bird and Magic. I still think Brianna is the best player in the league. I've been saying this for years. I think Brianna is the best player, and I don't think it's really close. But I think Asia is second. Is. In my opinion, I, I think I give Asia the nod for best player. You could. She, she might win MVP. I, I just yeah. have. I'm also biased because Brianna Stewart made me like 1500 bucks on I bet the Storm to win the title a couple years ago. <laughs> so uh, I just think Brianna Stewart's incredible. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. So here we are. Both of these have been lower scoring games, especially after that 109, 100 end of the year fiasco that we had, but they've all been close. They've all been close. Both teams have had a chance to win every single game. And so now it's like they're evenly matched. They're both playing defense. They're both getting out and scoring in transition. 
you're getting a hell of an effort from Chelsea Gray and from Kelsey Plum and from all the role players on both sides, Tina Charles, Jewel Lloyd, even though she had a dud last game, you're getting a hell of an effort from her every time. And I'm not going to bet against her playing this Aces team. She normally has a really, really good game. What's going to separate us in game three? I feel like it's going to come down to what we just saw in game two, where it's really going to be a battle of, uh, you can argue Stuart versus Asia, because Asia went blow for blow with Stuart and arguably outplayed her. And game one, that was not the case. Stuart definitely outplayed Asia Wilson. So you can argue it starts at the top. You can also talk about how it's going to be a battle between Plum and Lloyd, and Lloyd was completely off in game two. And if she was even mediocre, they probably would have won. But mm. the way that I look at it, it really comes down to Asia Wilson for me because there seems to be moments, and we saw it even in game one against Phoenix, where she was randomly atrocious. For a star player, she's a little bit too streaky at times, and I thought it was inexcusable for her to only score eight points and only attempt 10 shots in game one. Mm -hmm. And she took it to heart and was much more aggressive in game two. I need her to sustain that level of aggression. And that's what I think separates Brianna Stewart from her if I was ranking the two best players in the league. Brianna Stewart, you know game in, game out, she's going to bring it. There's never going to be any lull. She'll be ready to go every single time. But Asia Wilson, it seems like occasionally she might take a couple minutes off. Have you noticed the same thing or am I reading into it a bit too much? Mm, I think that it's more of... Or you could see where I'm coming from. Yeah, I see, what you're, I see where you're coming from, but I also like the supporting cast for Asia. Uh, of course. Better. And I think that it's a lot more of... Like when you talk about MVP rankings... I don't think she demands the ball enough. I yeah. think that's the problem. But, and I don't think you have to when you have somebody that's, you know, top five in MVP voting also on your team. It's like, yeah, okay, but I don't have to. But I do think that when you get to this portion of the playoffs, your best player's got to have saw, Yeah, she's, she's like, all right, like, I know that we're all really, really good. I have four, we're, there's four all stars on this team. So I know we have a squad. I know we have a whole bunch of all NBA, not all WNBA caliber players. But in the playoffs, I at this moment, I need the ball. Yeah, it's give me the, the damn ball. ball, get out of my way. And Asia Wilson took over. And even though it was a great performance, might be the best performance of her career, I feel better about Brianna Stewart duplicating a Game 2 performance like that because she was also very good in Game 1 than Asia going for basically 33 and 13 again in Game 3. I think I'm leaning Seattle here. Mm -hmm. uh, Seattle's been very good at home this season, and Tina Charles also been very good in this series. She's been a big boost for that team. Sue Bird shooting-wise has been a disaster in this series, but she's been a great facilitator, and I'm hoping Lloyd gets back on track. I'm kind of calling out Asia Wilson, and uh, the way that I look at it, I think that even though she had one great performance, I'm not sure why it took her so long in the playoffs to be this aggressive and I'm worried about her becoming slightly passive at some point in this game. I know Brianna Stewart's going to be out for blood the entire 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be close. I'll link to Seattle in a nail-biter. My favorite play is the under. I don't get this at all. Now, game two of the Connecticut series had the 49.4th <laughs> quarter. The line was pretty sharp because the game went under by basically one and a half points. Mm -hmm. The first two games of the Storm and Aces series are not even freaking close. They are off by like 20 points apiece. 
I don't understand this line at all. These teams can barely reach the 150s in this series. We're in the high 160s. What the hell are we doing? I'm going to take the under. Am I missing something? I think the only way that, and if you like the over, it would be because you think that the aces are going to get out hot in this game. And it's going to be, at this point, it's not going to be a defensive battle no more. It's going to be who can make more shots. I think it's correlated. I think if the aces win the game, it's more likely to go over. Yeah, and I and that's where I'm kind of leaning with it a little bit because I do think that the Aces, they go out here on the road and say, hey, they've been up on us at home both of these games. Yeah, And this is, we have to get out fast. We cannot start slow again. And ultimately, I think that's why I'm, I like an Aces first quarter play here. I think the Aces come out here on the road, say, hey, we really got to set the tempo for this game. They've come in here and we've had to battle back both of these games at our at our place, like, no, we're not doing that here. We're going out here with a different intensity, and they're going to turn everything up. I think that Asia Wilson is going to play at the same high intensity. She's seen herself do it in that last game, and I think that's, like, when we talk about breaking the seal, I think that's the seal that needs to be broken and where she said, all right, I know I can go out here and get buckets on them. I know I can do all of this. I need to go ahead and take over this game. We're not going to have a repeat of the storm knocking us out the playoffs again. So this is a crucial game to I don't know the metrics, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that if you win game two in a best of five, you're set pretty well to go win the series. So both of these games, I mean, game three, you win a game three or best of five, you're pretty set to win both of these games. So yeah. I I think that this is a I'm on the aces here. I think that we're going to get a, that effort from Asia Wilson. And I like the supporting cast for the aces. I hope the and, aces win. I hope I'm wrong because I gave out my prop before the series started for both. I said my favorite series Plus price play was bases and four. And I believe that was yeah. like 310, I think. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes, but I'll let you finish your point. No, yeah, that's I'm I'm with you. And so I think that it's more of a ah, I lost my train of thought, whatever. Yeah, I know. I kind of messed up. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. No, no, we all you know we always do that. But ultimately, here it is. I think that you have to get past this team. It's so many times that they've lost to this storm team. Mm-hmm. They've gotten knocked out the playoffs because of this storm team. They got swept you have in the to finals. get past this, this team, and it's three. Yeah, this is game three. I mean, the year That's that the I won the fifteen hundred, Seattle swept Vegas in the final. Yeah, so. and so I'm like, no, this this has to be. You broke the seal. You got the win. Asia had her big game in the playoffs. Let's keep it moving. You just got coach of the year. You just got uh, most improved. There's likely very well could be Brianna Stewart, could be Asia Wilson. Either way, you could say they have a chip on their shoulder with regardless of what the outcome is. And so, yeah, give me the aces here. I think aces good out fast and control the game till the end. So I'll take the aces here slightly to the over. I really don't like the total in this one just because I think aces win. I think it's because they put up a bunch of points. I just think that if you like the over as well, at least we can compromise and say that this line does still appear to be way too high. Because we Way saw too high. they Way moved too high. the game two for the Chicago series down two points and went under by 30. So at least they moved it to some degree. They've barely been moving this damn total. These both games, not even just one, both games have not even been close. We haven't gotten one team to even reach 80 in yeah. this series yet. I got to go with the under on principle. Yeah. You might be right. But I, I can't. No, I'm, no, yeah, I got you. 100%. This line, worst case scenario, should be like low one. It stinks. It really stinks. Like, yeah. All right. Let's move on to the. It's probably over Monday still coming in. That's probably why. People are probably still betting over. 
Nah. If you yeah, want to bet you. the over, you can, but I feel like yeah, this final probably, loan is crazy. I got to look and see. I'd rather get in money play. coming in. I, I hope you get a low scoring first quarter. Maybe you could jump in on it, but I have no interest in the over in this game from what I've seen defensively from both teams. I have no interest. When I get a report on where the money's at, I'm going to put it in the Discord and okay. tell you what my play is. Once I figure out where that money's at, I'm going to go the opposite way. Because Once again, if you want anybody. if you want to read between the lines there and what Terrell just did, join the damn Discord. Yes. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you're locked into that Discord. All right. Before we get into our locking dog for this slate, I got to talk to you about Run Your Pool. They're running our Survivor Contest SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Look, $500 cash and $250. You decide who you're picking yet? Hmm? You decide who you're picking yet? For week oh, one? yeah. I'm with, I'm with Panthers. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised you Panthers. actually admitted it. I thought you were going to keep it a secret. I was curious Why if you is, actually... Like that, okay, so that last year, I told everybody that... I told everybody in June, I think when the schedule came out, I told everybody that the Houston Texans was going to win. Now, over time... I like I the Texans this, in week one. Last no, year. no, but I claim this because I said it like as soon as the schedule released. I said, oh, they're going to beat the fuck out the Jags. And everybody in the line came out and was like, Jags. And then people were like, oh, yeah, I'm on the Texans now. Da, da. And then I still had some people I had to convince over that time. So I'm like, hey, since day one, I was on the Texans. Since day one this year, I've been on the Panthers. I'm like, the Panthers are winning this game. Like they are going. I don't know how this is going to shake out. I don't know if Baker Mayfield is going to get traded or not. But the Panthers are going to win that game. And then time went on. He ended up getting traded. All this fiasco went on, blah, blah, blah. Just makes me feel so much better about it. And I missed my opportunity last year by taking Texans in that first Survivor contest. And I'm not doing it this year. I'm taking Panthers all the way. Keep pounding. And if you all want to hop in what I'm talking about, make sure you go to play.runyourpool.com SGP. That's play.runyourpool.com SGP for our Survivor contest. We're also brought to you by Sleeper, where the fastest fantasy growing platform with millions and millions of players around the world. Look, it's integrated into the fantasy experience. So you can select the over under for your players that are on your fantasy team. It can be kind of like an emotional hedge. Like, hey, if you take the L in fantasy, you might have, you know, faded your players and you got the W in the contest because you can win from two to 20 times the money you put in. Look. It's super duper easy, and it gives you a chat feature where you can hop in, chat with us. If you're in the chat, it went crazy for college football. It was absolutely crazy. Everybody was tailing the plays that Sean, Kobe, and Ryan did on the show. I was tailing it. The people were throwing their own plays. We were tailing their plays. Somebody actually won. Now, he didn't go all in. Like, you know, we we degenerates. We go all in. So if you don't hit all of them, ain't that. But he 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 went conservative, did the flex play, and still cashed a little bit. So congratulations to him. But, hey, hop into that chat. Get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's sleeper.com. So it's SGP. Promo code SGP for a 100% deposit match up to $100. at sleeper.com. So it's SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See sleeper's terms of use for details. We're also brought to you by PromoGuy.us. For all you sports bettors out there, I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. Promo guys. PromoGuy.us. You can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sports books in the country. We're talking about $1,000 risk-free bets. Look, insane odds. Even more importantly, the best analytics in the business, plus tons of free picks as well. PromoGuy.us is your guide for betting smart. That is promoguide.us. 
Lock and dog time for my lock. I'm going to go with the aces in the first quarter. I'm going to have a first quarter play on the aces here. I don't have a line for that because it's a couple of days early. And they have I got to assume play. it's going to be like pick them yeah. because the yeah, it's got, it's got to be a pick them. And yeah. so I think the aces come out and win the first quarter. They set the tone. They start it slow at home. They go out here, make the slight adjustments that they can and just try to get out and win the first, like get out and win the first, have a good first aces, first quarter money line. That's my lock for my dog. I'm going pretty easy. Chicago sky on the money line here. I think they get the win on the road. They've been a better team all year. And Candace Parker's just playing amazing, absolutely insane. And which that goes to my player prop. I'm just going to take Candace Parker's over again. And I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to think about it at all. I don't even have a number again. right now, but I don't, I don't mind. It was, at, it was at 13 and a half the first game. It was at 14 and a half the second game. I'm assume that it's going to be at 14 and a half. Maybe it creeps to 15 and a half. I really don't think 16 is stopping me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17 and a half is the only thing where I'm like, all right. But... I, nah, I'm just rolling with Candace Parker again. Yeah, definitely makes sense. Uh, if I had a prop, I'd probably go with something Candace Parker related to. Maybe I might pivot for a prop, take a Sue Bird under in points. Okay. Because she's done absolutely nothing when it comes to scoring the basketball, but she's been a great facilitator. So I would probably look for an under on her points. But to go through my actual lock, I'm going to go with the don't fix what isn't broken maneuver. But I'm going to switch series. I'm going to take the under in the Aces and Storm game. I can't believe this number is 167 and a half. This could mm-hmm. be a trap of all traps. I really don't care. You look at how the first two games have gone. Neither team has reached 80 points in any of these two games. And I think you have really seen after the regular season finale, both teams have really just buckled down defensively. And Seattle's done a good job of trying to keep the Aces out of transition. So I do think Seattle at home should be able to dictate the tempo more than the Aces actually want to. I'm going to go with the under because I have no idea how this total is still in the high 160s. I think that's crazy. So I'm going to go with the under as my lock in that one. And for my dog, I'm going to take the ultimate baby dog. I have the Sky money line at even money. And I just think they're going to win the game. Candace Parker, you like the player prop overs. She's dominated the series. She's been the best player by far. We've seen the supporting cast for Chicago step up. Connecticut, really not so much. The the supporting cast has really been mediocre at best. Mm -hmm. In the one game they won, they scored 68 points. They really didn't do much offensively. You could argue they didn't do much offensively in game two either before Chicago basically pulled everybody and Connecticut made a push there at the end. But it seems like Chicago's defense has really settled in on a consistent basis while the offense seems to have found a certain set or a certain, I'd say, group of plays or just lineup personnel that has given Connecticut's defense fits as the series has progressed. Give me Chicago money line at even money. All right. There you are. You have the picks. You have the winning formula. Let's go out there and do it. So anything else for people before we get up out of here? Not really. Looking forward to a fun set of game threes followed by a week and a half off before we end up doing the game four because it's how long it takes in between <laughs> games. But yeah, a lot of stuff going on. I did a tennis podcast the last night at like 3 a.m. So hopefully those plays cash. Besides that, uh, I know NBA, we had some big news happen. Not sure when the next pod's going to be, but definitely fun when you have blockbuster trades 
in my case, yeah. that, don't, that don't involve Durant, which is nice to, uh, you know, focus on something else. <laughs> yeah. uh, we still got NFL. I'm sure we'll be doing more stuff because games start in about a week or so. Isn't that crazy? We're less than a week. Bro, on a Thursday. Cra- that, no, like this time next week, we'd have already recorded our first NFL gambling podcast for the season. Like, well, not first, but for games. our first for the games. Yeah. yeah. So fantasy football as well. You better know we're going to have a DFS thing prepared for. Oh, yeah. Weekday. Yeah. Week. We're 100% having DFS ready. We're winning a million dollars this year. I'm telling you. Like, well, I, well, I, we're going to win 500K because we're chopping it. Yeah. I was about to oh. say we're, we're yeah, we're splitting it. But, you know, I'm not even mad at it. I'm not mad at it. We're definitely taking home. So, <laughs> hey, if you listen to the preseason DFS NFL, I know we're getting off topic. Preseason NFL DFS. If me and Scott like combined our lineups, we definitely would have took home a winner. Like yeah. so, we're combining teams all season long. We're gonna win the big one. I hope you tail with us. Subscribe to WNBA Gambling Podcast if you haven't already. Make sure you are locked in. Leave a review. Tap into the NBA tennis. NHL, MMA, fantasy football, NFL, all the different podcasts under the network. If you haven't already, go search us out. Find all the different podcasts. Download the app if you have an SGPN app. It's got all the different podcasts up there. Okay. I mean, I don't really have anything else. No idea what else I'm going to say. No idea what else I'm going to do. We're just going to get up out of here. So I'm going to say this. We're out.